We are gathered here today to mourn the passing of one Mr. Peanut. Today on New Amsterdam Radio. How is everyone doing out there on the internet land? My name is Slobo Boyce and you are listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the show for creatives where we take what's going on in the world around us and we try to extract that to our creative projects. NewAmsterdam.com is the website for the podcast. And of course, if you guys want to follow me personally, flowbito.com. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O.com. That's the website where I'm usually hanging out with. Uh, just transferred over my domain. Uh, my old host was holding me up for them fees, bruh. I just moved it over. There was a bit of a hiccup there, but it's all settled now. And I'm on Twitter also at... Uh, on, at Flobo Voice at Instagram at Flobito and DJ Flobito if you're in the Southern California area looking for a wedding DJ. Um, I'm all over the place, but it's not about me personally. This is New Amsterdam Radio. We're talking about things that are going on in our world. I want to know how everyone's doing. I know it's January. A lot of times we, we come in hot to with some ideas, what we want to do this year, what we're going to do this year, and January really, really is the test. Not so much that if you don't do anything, it's over. But really, you get to take stock in how committed you were to your goals in the first three or four weeks of the year. Because sometimes we give ourselves these lofty expectations. I, I'll give you one of mine. Um, I am a novelist, but I haven't written a novel in about mm, eight years, right? So I wrote two novels and a bunch of short stories. I told myself, this is a year. I'm going to do at least a draft of a novel. So I can actually have it ready uh, for printing by this time next year. And I can tell you, I've done absolutely nothing until yesterday. Yesterday, I was like, bro, stopping myself. Uh, Put things down to actually come up with some genres, some concepts that you want to play around with. And I basically forced myself to do that. Just to say, hey, look, get the ball moving. Because as long as you keep things in your head, as long as you're like, ah, you know, I want to do that. Or I'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. It never happens. Meanwhile, uh, a small goal, resolution, I had was to, I was going to eat more fish in my diet, right? It's a personal thing, that creative thing. I want to eat more fish in my diet. And so I made the concert efforts of saying, eat more fish in my diet, which is a, has a high rate of failure. I said, every week, I'm going to have at least one fish dish. And once you do that, it becomes a checklist thing at first, but over time, it becomes a whole lifestyle change, right? So there's definitely a bunch of goals, big and small, we kind of give ourselves. And I think the... The month of January is the crucible to really see how you are on the path to upholding that or not. So give yourselves a round of applause for that. Today's top story, we're talking about peanuts. In fact, uh, thankfully, I don't have a peanut allergy, but I know that's one allergy that affects a lot of people. And so my my guest that we're going to talk about today, <laughs> he was not in studio because he's dead, is Mr. Peanut, which was a sign for a lot of people of oppression and allergies. But to me, it was kind of fun. You know, it was, a, it was an actual peanut that wore a top hat, a monocle and spats. I don't know anyone who wears spats anymore. Uh, coming out today, it turns out for a Super Bowl advertisement uh, featuring Wesley Snipes, all right, uh, Mr. Peanut gave the ultimate sacrifice and somehow passed away because cartoon peanuts can die as I didn't know that was possible. And if you look on Twitter, uh, it's definitely uh, draped in black, the planter's uh, Twitter handle is, and there's like the whole epitaph, like the year he was born, uh, dash the year he died, and everyone's pouring one out for good old Mr. Peanut. Now, this reminds me 
very similar to an advertising play or a marketing thing or publicity stunt, depending on your uh, background and culture, that IHOP did, the International House of Pancakes did a couple of years ago. They were changing their name to IHOB, IHOB, and asked people to guess for weeks what the, the B stood for. And obviously, if you were pancakes, you would say, oh, they're probably branching out and call themselves breakfast. But no, they were the International House of Burgers, and they were going to change their name to really put their burgers on display. Uh, it turns out it was temporary. There's still IHOP. But for a couple of weeks, it was kind of fun to think about a restaurant changing his name to focus on lunch, which is something I never get at IHOP. I don't care what time I walk in there. I'm getting some eggs. You know what I'm saying? But back to Planters, man. I don't know what it means to you, but Planters is really one of those cartoon mascots that, that's the test of time. You know, he got redone and redrawn, but, you know, usually with different fads and diets, uh, a lot of times companies will change their packaging to reflect uh, the taste of the day. When I was a kid, everything had to be low fat and peanuts aren't low fat. And there was a time where they wanted less sodium in things. And yeah, granted, there are less sodium peanuts. But then there was always a whole Atkins diet and that went away. Then it was the, the gluten-free craze now and the GMO or non-GMO green, uh, craze now. And so many companies have tweaked their recipes and tweaked their, their labeling and packaging to really emphasize these things. And well, Mr. Peanut was an OG. Yeah, one time he was hand-drawn and sometimes he was CGI, but he was there. He was, he was uh, synonymous with the brand and the brand killed him off. Can you believe that? Now, ours is just speculation. I feel like this is temporary and he'll come back soon in some form because frankly, peanuts never die. But imagine if it wasn't. Imagine if it really was a, a company deciding we're moving on in a different direction. He did a good thing. Uh, we are going to not bring him back at all. The reason why I don't think it's, it's the latter is because it wasn't like they retired the character and said, okay, great. No, they literally just blew him up. So, <laughs> You know, it kind of reminds me of like the Dos Equis guy, the original Dos Equis guy, the most interesting man in the world. They put the original one on a rocket ship and sent him off into space, um, which should have ended, ended that campaign, quite honestly, but they didn't. They brought a second one in there and it wasn't, really wasn't as good. And they kind of just said, okay, forget the most interesting man. We'll just make you, the customer, interesting. <laughs> and and the new tagline was, keep it interesante. So they were telling you to say lies and stuff or false truths or, or boasting about yourself, which I guess is a nice progression or evolution, but you see how things are just quietly going away. But no, this was a stunt to kill off Planters Peanuts. And it's definitely something that we'll talk about after the break, about how it's very easy for customers to take you and your brand for granted. Hey there, citizens. Flobo here. You know, besides being a DJ, MC, and all around nice guy, I am a stand-up comedian first and foremost. In fact, my album, American For Now, is available wherever you get your music. We're talking Apple Music. We're talking iTunes. We're talking Spotify. American For Now is just a crazy take about one person's first-generation experience being in this country when it comes to taking your mom out to Memphis or serving jury duty and much, much more. The album was called American For Now, and it's by me, Flobo Boys. Comedy Unfiltered. We back, baby. Okay. So, imagine if you will. You're somebody that's been grinding and creating and building 
on your brand, on your project, on your craft for a long, long time. In fact, you're the ones that got away from the basic things of getting people to try your product. You have customers and clients and repeat customers and clients, and you're just that good. You worked hard to build your brand. You took the advice of tweaking your brand uh, to keep it fresh. But can I say something? Sometimes a lot of the tweaks we make may have a net positive to our bottom line, but as far as customer perception, it may not. Over the years, I'm sure the way planters made their peanuts had evolved. I mean, there's changes in equipment and labor practices. I'm sure there's new laws they have to comply with. But really, we kind of think peanuts are just that, just a peanut. And I don't know about you, but I can't tell you the last time I specifically went out of my way to buy a planter's brand peanut product. Uh, if it was there, it's usually the most expensive brand. So if it was there and it was a, like a roadside convenience store and, and there was a bunch of brands I don't know and I'm a little sketched out by it, uh, I'll get planters as like a safety net. But usually at my local store, I say, hey, the store brand is good enough. Um, the store brand is A-OK. Uh, there's a local brand here I see in, in Southern California called Snack Club. S-N-A-K, that's what I do sometimes. But even then, it's like, it's fine. They're just nuts and berries. You really can't mess that up. How do you stick out in such a, a marketplace? And to be honest with you, the core product of planters is peanuts, right? But now you're seeing like flavored, roasted, but praline nuts. In fact, though, my local store across the street, it's a Kroger, Kroger uh, affiliate here in Southern California called Ralph's. At the Ralph's, you can buy caramel roasted cashews and coconut roasted cashews or praline pecans or candied walnuts or fruit medleys or dried fruit medleys and all these things that a basic peanut seems awfully pedestrian. Maybe Mr. Peanut was considered pedestrian as well. Now, am I going to go out there and buy a pack of planters? No. But I do see the opportunity for people and influence, like the comedians out there on Instagram or the TikTok uh, people who have to dance, doing something with it, going out or having fake vigils or, or going out talking about or even posting images about the product in, in simpler or happy times. That's how buzz is created, right? I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. That's how you create buzz. And you really can't quantify the effect of what that is. Like, really... How do we know that it's going to relate to more sales? But the fact that, hey, look, by doing one specific action, that Super Bowl commercial, and tweeting about it, you have, in fact, rippled um, a bit of a response to what that is, positive or negative. In fact, I stumbled across this news story today on Twitter. I was about to make a tweet, and I looked at the trending topics and said, Mr. Peanut. And mind you, this is the United States, and it's 2020, and there's a lot of things going on. Uh, international news and national news and there's uh, the impeachment hearings going on. I thought maybe someone had made a Mr. Peanut joke. So I clicked on it and it was like, oh no, he died. And in fact, if you check me out on Twitter, I actually posted, man, if he dies, what's next? The, the, the Mr. Pringles guy? Like, so can someone check on him? <laughs> you know? Now I'm thinking about a product and brand I had taken for granted. Something I said, oh, it's always going to be there. And that's really a cool way to put back value into your brand. Now, what does that mean for you? Does that mean you have to like kill off your main uh, protagonist in your books? Maybe. I mean, that's what uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle did to Sherlock Holmes a couple times until people complained they haven't brought back. But really, try to find ways to, to blow up your stuff. If you can say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm known for this core product. I'm not doing that anymore. One of the greatest comedians of all time, Jerry Seinfeld. I think I talked about him on the show uh, a little bit before. 
He is known for his delivery before 1990. When someone today makes an impression of a comedian, it's always, what is the deal with dot, dot, dot. In fact, Seinfeld killed that entire delivery from his repertoire. He doesn't even touch it, but it's still noted for him. So you go see a Seinfeld show now, he has all these modern jokes, but you can really go back to simpler times. And it's kind of like, which era do you like? Now, if Mr. Peanut was dead, and he's not coming back again, you can say, when I was your age, there was a cartoon peanut that wore a top hat, and we all were about it. Same with your work, right? You can decide, hey, look, I'm going to make an event around a change in the era of my work. This is, this is the inciting moment. I'm not doing jokes like this anymore in my stand-up. I'm not painting pictures and sub- subjects like this anymore. I'm not building or crafting my basket-weaving projects in this way anymore. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Or if it doesn't work out, you can always hedge your bets and say, hey, look, man, retro is coming back. It's all good. <laughs> There's no exact science to this. I just thought it was interesting. But definitely look at your work sometimes as errors. You can sit there and say, no, I'm making a, a different direction, a conscious effort, and see if that risk pays off. And who knows? Maybe someone will be talking about it. Maybe we'll be standing here or sitting here on a future episode of New Amsterdam Radio, and I'm talking about your project and how you decided to kill off your own, Mr. Peanut. Hey, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of New Amsterdam Radio. Check out this episode and all other episodes wherever you stream your podcast. We're talking Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and on the Spreaker app as well. And if you're like me, I'm now checking out my new episodes available on YouTube on my YouTube channel. So check it out there. Leave a comment. Subscribe to the channel. Let me know what you think. What's up, Flobo? A brand new uh, live streaming podcast on the microphone series is on there now. And we're thinking about building We. I am thinking about building more stuff as the weeks and months goes on. So please thank you uh, for checking this show out and supporting the homie. And lastly, t-shirts are available at flopito.threadless.com. And until next time, this city is yours.